0: To be talking about the basics of salary negotiation. Now, salary negotiations are super scary. At least that's what the statistics show. And because they're scary, that's probably the reason why the majority of people don't do them. The majority of people do not negotiate their salary. And that's one of the reasons why sometimes people get paid less than what they. Are worth and less than what they deserve to be paid. And one of the reasons why negotiations are likely scary for people is because we don't do them very often. When you think about negotiations, when it comes to salary, we don't often negotiate salary, but we actually do use negotiation skills and other aspects of our life. It's just that sometimes we don't call it negotiation here's some fun facts that I want you to consider though. 64% of people accept the first job offer that they receive and salary offer that they receive and only about one-third of all candidates who receive a salary after the job offer negotiate. So, that's something to really, really think about. And so, those facts is why this particular podcast episode is so important because my hope is that after we talk about some tips and strategies that we can increase the amount of people who actually negotiate and feel comfortable doing so. So we're going to just go over some tips, some strategies, and some suggestions that you may want to consider as you enter into your next salary negotiation. And so when you start thinking about where to start with negotiating salary, the first thing you want to do is look at the job description. So in other words, you're applying for a job, a position that has a job description. What you want to do is make sure that you take a look at it. Because oftentimes on job descriptions, the company will actually list what the salary is, and they will list what the salary range might be. So that's the first step that you want to take, because if it's listed, you already know around where the company is thinking in terms of payment for the particular position. But if the salary isn't listed on the description or on the website of the company, what you still wanna do is make sure that you know what the range for that particular position might be, what the salary range is. So with that being said, you need to find out where to go uh, to get where these salary ranges uh, might be. Um, so, you need to know what the range is because it helps you determine uh, where your negotiations should start. So, you have to know what the range is. But, in order to determine the range, a few things to consider you got to think about the state that you are in because every state will have a different salary range. For example, if you're in New York, course, salary ranges for positions are going to be very different than if you are in Idaho or Nebraska. So you want to make sure that as you're, you know, doing your research for your salary ranges to understand that you are considering the actual location of the position. And so some of the places that you can go to search where the salaries might be is Glassdoor. Glassdoor is a wonderful site. As well as LinkedIn. Many of you all already have a LinkedIn professional profile, but there's a lot of resources on LinkedIn, including information about salaries. You may also want to consider going to salary.com as well as Google searches. You can go to Indeed, their website called payscale.com. So those are just a few locations that you can visit in order to better learn about salary and salary ranges so that's the one of the things that we definitely want to do now after we think about the salary and salary ranges we want to also consider some of the other aspects that come along with the position for example the commute Uh, is the job close to your home or is it far away does the job come with health insurance what are the hours is this a traditional 40-hour week job is this one of those positions that will require you to work 60 hours a week? Is it a job that works from home? Or is it, you know, you commute back and forth? Those are some of the things that actually will need to be considered as well. And we'll talk more about them later. But when you talk about negotiating salaries, it's also important to know the benefits surrounding the position because those will come in play as we began to negotiate uh, the salary. Now, the next thing you want to do, though, is you want to determine what you are willing to accept. So in advance, you need to determine what is the minimum amount that I'm willing to accept for this position. And then you want to determine what is the maximum amount that you would ideally want or desire for this position. Now, of course... We all want to make you know, $500,000, a million dollars a year in our positions, of course. However, you know, realistically, as we take a look at what the range of the salary is for that position, and as we start thinking about our experience in that particular field, we can begin to better determine what we will be willing to sell minimally and what our max cap. Uh, might look like in that position. So that's a step that you want to take. The next thing that you wanna do is to determine the reasons or the skills that you bring to the table that make you worth what you are asking for. So in other words, after you determine your minimum amount, the maximum amount that you want, you now need to think about, well, How did you come up with that number? And the answer to that question should be on your resume. It should be in the skills that you have. It should be in the experience that you have. So you wanna take the time to think about, you have this salary that you want, now justify it. You wanna articulate to yourself, make notes. What are those skills that you have? What are those strengths that you bring to the table? What are those assets that you have that you've helped turn the direction in a positive way in companies before? What are those assets that you have that this company might deem as valuable and therefore will be more willing to accept the job salary that you are wanting to negotiate? And as I mentioned earlier, you want to determine what those benefits are that you're looking for, not only remote work and the distance, but you want to think about insurance, you want to think about childcare, does this company offer 401ks, do they match 401ks, do they offer transportation, some companies give free vehicles and gas cards, and so all of those different benefits can really make a difference in how you negotiate. After all, if a company is offering a car with gas, then the salary that you will be willing to take for that job may be different than a company that isn't offering that same benefit. So that's something that you absolutely want to consider when you are preparing for your negotiations. But you also want to prepare for some questions that may come about or may arise during your conversations with employers. and. I would suggest that these are a few questions that you may want to uh, watch out for. One of the questions that you want to watch out for is, uh, what is your current salary or what is your salary history? Sometimes employers ask this information because they may be thinking about using it to determine what they're willing to pay you. So, in other words, they may not think about, "Hey, what is this person worth?" but they may be thinking, "Hey, this person made you know seventy thousand dollars in their past experience, so if we offer eighty thousand, which is above what they made, then this should be good enough, but you want to make sure that that isn't the basis for their you know salary negotiation, so you want to stay away from offering that particular um, information. Um, Instead, what you wanna do is offer a range of what you're looking for. Um, And remember, what you made in your previous position have absolutely nothing to do with the current position that you're applying for, it's irrelevant. So it's important for you to remember that. So if the question comes up about what you made in the past, your response would simply be, well, my range is between such and such and such and such. Does this range work for you? In other words, you want to pivot the question. If they want to know the information, you pivot by saying, hey, here is my range. Does this work for you? Another thing that you want to consider is not discussing salary and benefits and negotiations by email, instead you want to discuss by phone, or you want to discuss in person. So there's absolutely no misunderstandings about what's being asked and what you mean. Now, once you get a job offer, let's say, for example, you receive a letter that has the offer. Uh, what you want to do, what you want to do is always demonstrate that you are excited about getting the offer. Anytime that you get an offer, it's always good news. They, out of all the other people, they have selected you. So at any point you get an offer, whether it's in the mail, by phone call, you want to be um, excited and you want to let them know that, you know, you are absolutely excited that this company was your first choice and you're looking forward to getting back with them you just want to take some time to look at the letter see what you know what's in the letter and you'll get back with them quickly so that's your first step let them know you're excited you want to look at the offer and you want to get back with them now after you've had a chance to look at the letter or if they've given you the offer you know verbally what you want to make sure you do is to determine if what they offer is what you're looking for if it's what you want if it's beyond you know what you were expecting then you have to decide if you accept the offer or not however if you do decide that you don't want to accept the offer but that you are going to negotiate then at that point you want to let the company know that absolutely you're excited about the offer This company was your first choice. You can already see yourself working there and you want to say yes, but there is something about the the offer came in a little bit below what you need. So in other words, you like the offer, the company was your first choice, but the offer came in a little bit below what you need. And then you want to let them know that, hey, if we can negotiate the salary to this amount, then you have a deal and I can get started right now. And so that is one approach that you have with letting them know that while I'm interested in the position, there is the offer came in a little bit below what I wanted. And therefore, if we can get it to what I want, then you absolutely have a deal. And once you communicate your desires, then you go quiet. You allow them a chance to think about what you have said, what you're asking for. You give them a chance to think about if they can meet your request um, or if they can say something that will, you know, ultimately entice you. And depending on what happens from that conversation, of course, you would have to determine, you know, the next steps if you accept it or not. But one thing that you also want to consider is the fact that, you know, the compensation is frequently negotiated verbally before the final offer is delivered. And once the final offer is delivered, you want to make sure that you get it in writing. You need to get the offer in writing because you do not want a situation where you discuss a salary or benefits and somehow what you discussed is very different than what is written on the contract agreement. So... After you negotiate your salary and everybody has agreed upon what the benefits and the details of the benefits will look like, what you can say to your prospective employer is, I am so excited about this job. Can I get the offer in writing today so I can officially say yes? And then they may say, well, we wanted to have you sign the job offer your first day. Of your job along with your other paperwork and then if that's the way that they respond to the question then what you would want to say is thank you so much that's no problem can you please have a copy of the offer letter sent to me for my review and i will be happy to formally sign it the first day that i come in so as you can see it's very important that you have a written copy of the details of the job offer. You may not sign it in advance. They may want you to sign it when you arrive on your first day, but you want to make sure that you have the details of the offer to prevent there being any misunderstanding between what you all discussed and possibly it looking very different on the offer. You don't want to be in that predicament. So I hope that the steps that we've gone over today were really, really helpful for you. Again, salary negotiations are super duper scary for many people. And a lot of us just don't want to do it. However, it doesn't have to be as scary if we take some steps to organize exactly what we're looking to achieve. And the first thing you wanna do, again, is look at the job description, understand what the job is and find out if there's a salary listed. If not, you want to research the salary range and there's a number of websites you can go to to figure out what those ranges might be. You wanna determine what you're willing to accept, the minimum as well as the maximum amount that you really are looking to achieve. And you wanna determine what exactly are your skills that justify you asking for the salary that you want to make and you want to think about the benefits that you want as well as think about some of the questions that you may want to stay away from and make sure that you get that offer in writing. And if you do those things then you definitely are headed in the right direction toward getting the salary that you deserve and that you are absolutely worth. So I want to say to you all, thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I look forward to meeting with you soon. Have a great day.